Otherwise, with Shadow Twala. See the world from a woman's point of view. Good day to you, Mzanti. Welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Shadow Twala. The show's producer is Hazel Makuzeni, and our technical producer for today is Derek Fordyce. Our contact details are 0892102010, email otherwise at safm.co.za, tweets at otherwise safm, or at Shadow Twyla. Now, on the show today, Hedy Schiffer is an internationally renowned relationship coach. She tells us about her intimacy workshops for couples, and especially I'm interested in knowing if one can heal after an affair. We then explore the mysterious world of a psychic with Heiki Sim, herself a practicing medium and psychic. But first... Chew on these wise words, The Lunch Bite on SAFM. Now this is an excerpt from an essay written for Essence magazine by Erica Badu on making time for joy. And I've just taken pieces of it and hope it gives you an idea. And at the end I will uh, post the, the link on Twitter after the show. She says, The wise women knows instinctually that in order to truly realize herself, she must be still. She must give up things that no longer evolve her by first identifying what they are. She realizes that the ultimate human joy we seek can only be found in the full acceptance of of who we really are and not in avatars we've created to define ourselves. It is in that very moment of complete acceptance where she is transformed It is in that state of awareness that she expands and contracts and breathes life into her thoughts. She now knows that those thoughts become her reality. She has always known. She is the sage, the medicine woman, the doula, the witch doctor, the fortune teller, the wisdom keeper, the sangoma, the mganga, the mao, and the healer. Shadow Twala on SAFM. I'm very excited to be talking to my guest who joins me from our Johannesburg studios. Ah, I'm, I'm going to try and say this. Hedy Schaeffler? Uh, is, that, is, that, is that correct? Nearly. Oh. It's Hedy Schleifer. Hedy Schleifer. Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> right. You said it perfectly. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us and welcome to South Africa. Hey. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Is this your first trip? Oh, no. I've been here many, many, many times over the years since 1994. Well, I'm glad to have caught up with you because you talk about very important issues. Um, firstly, let's talk about your your uh, workshop that you're going to give in South Africa, Intimacy Couples. Yes, this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, so what, 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 what's the process? Who should come? You know, we invite every single couple to come, whether their relationship is wonderful and they want to deepen it, whether they are in a crisis and they want to transcend it, whether they are just coasting along and they feel like it's time to revive the relationship. Whatever is going on, we teach seven principles, seven rituals that allow couples to feel a much deeper sense of connection to each other or to reconnect if the relationship has gotten disconnected. Well, maybe let's go to the beginning. How does one find that perfect relationship, getting the love you want? You know, we like to say that we don't find the perfect relationship. We create it, and we create it every single day. 
and uh, as a result, we make love happen. We don't find love. We make it happen. How do we do that? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so Katie, way, Katie, you yes. must help us here. You yes, have to. Yes, you have to. absolutely. Because I think all of us land up in relationships, I suppose, where people eventually cheat. And we'll talk about coming back after cheating, after an affair. Yeah. But, but well, one of the best things to know about making love happen is that we will very naturally feel attracted to the most incompatible human being in the entire universe. The person we find is actually the one who is most capable of giving us the worst relational nightmare. And not only do we find that person, we actually hire them for the job. Because it is only that person who is so incompatible with us who, when we know how to embrace the difference, becomes the person who helps us reclaim our wholeness. Because they are connected in places we are disconnected, we are disconnected in places they are connected, and when we know how to embrace each other's difference and actually rejoice in the incompatibility, mm -hmm. that's when we can begin to create real love in our relationship. Now, what's very interesting is that nature is not interested in our happiness. Nature is interested in our wholeness, meaning the reason we find this person is because nature wants us whole. However, if we knew we had found this incompatible partner, we would run like hell. There's no way we would stay with this person who's going to make our lives so difficult. So, nature drugs us, you see, for that beginning of our relationship. We are under the influence of marvelous chemicals that course through our veins and make us feel like we have found the absolute most compatible, delicious, amazing human being with whom we're going to have, be happy for the rest of our life. And it's only when we make the commitment to them that the differences that are so essential to our growth begin to come to the surface. Do I understand then, Haiti, that uh, to live a full and complete life, uh, the life we're here to live, we need those experiences, whether they're happy experiences or sad experiences or tough experiences, and it is that with that partner that we will complete this, this life experience that we, we're here to have. It's beautifully said exactly that we are here to become the whole human that we have the potential to be. And the whole human is really what's already embedded, embedded in the little baby. It's intelligence and creativity and beauty and love and intelligence and just quality after quality, curiosity. And in order to claim the full potential of our humanity, we actually need that other person who's going to push every one of our buttons and those buttons we bring with us and they'll push them and our job <laughs> is to smile back and say thank you for pushing my <laughs> buttons you're just trying to help me <laughs> now I, I, I also then I suppose I'm looking for boxes to tick you know 
because there are people who go through life without having intimate relationships and and then it means we rob ourselves from this life experience are they I, I suppose I'm asking you to give us a sequence of events for the journey of a couple because I know in, in your encounter centered couples therapy you deal with that um, are you able to, to, to just give us a taste of that sequence well, you know, the first uh, stage of a relationship is really this falling in love where we are with a stranger and we feel like, uh, oh, my goodness, I've come home. It's when we make a commitment that mm-hmm. the the beginning of what is called the power struggle starts. And mm-hmm. that power struggle that has been there all along, but we couldn't feel it because we were drugged, comes to the surface and at that point the work of the relationship, the journey, the real journey of growth and maturation starts. And actually at that point is when we begin to feel and see the big differences that are between us. Mm -hmm. If we know how to embrace those, then we are on a journey towards what I call relational maturity relational intelligence relational maturity and relational intelligence is to be intelligent in the relationship not Mm. about the relationship but in the relationship it's to be able to say that every conflict that comes up is a friend conflict is a friend it's growth knocking at the door trying to happen Mm. we only have conflict where we need to grow a little bit. And when we grow, then that conflict actually dissolves. You know, Albert Einstein used to say, uh, you know, that we cannot solve a problem at the level we've created it. It's when we know more, when we grow more, when we mature more, that we can look at the problem, but by then it's not a problem anymore. Mm -hmm. So conflict, really, in a relationship, is our biggest friend. When everything goes well, we coast along. When conflict shows up, we go, ooh, a conflict, what an opportunity, because (laughs) that's where the growth happens. How do you stop yourself from running at that point? (laughs) Because that's what most people do. Yeah. So there's two things here. There is wanting to run and running. Okay. So wanting to run is inevitable because we are wired for survival and we have a brain that in danger will actually have that inner reaction. It's a natural survival reaction. And we all need to know that, you know, our old brain does want to run. That's natural. Mm -hmm. Then running is something completely different. Then you say, ooh, I would love to run right now, but let me come closer. Anytime I want to run is when I get closer to you because this is the time for us to transcend this particular place and be bigger. During that power struggle, what's at play? Is, Is it the ego at play? The power struggle I like to call the survival dance. And I don't really like to enter ego, but rather say that all of us are wired for survival. And the power struggle is one survival pattern dancing with the other survival pattern. 
I call that the extraterrestrial dance. I like couples to have a nice little fight and then see that these are like extraterrestrials that are hijacking them, kidnapping them. Mm. There's an actual kidnap in the brain that couples undergo. It's as if extraterrestrials have kidnapped them. Now, what couples do who want to grow is they grow the relational muscle to be able to say no to these extraterrestrial kidnappings. Mm -hmm. And that when that happens, when that survival dance happens, they look at each other and they smile, ooh, the extraterrestrials are here. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I have a couple who told their children about these extraterrestrials. I even have a name for the planet they come from, Wygelia. And they told their kids, you know, every once in a while you notice that mommy and daddy are not your mommy and daddy anymore. They are these extraterrestrials called Wygelians. And the children made drawings of these Wygelians because they said to their mom and dad, any time we see the Wygelians, we'll let you know. <laughs> and the children really became the allies of the parents in stopping that survival dance Mm. that we all do. We all do it. Uh, It's a natural brain reaction in danger. Well, it it leads me to my next question because dialogue needs to be careful or communication between uh, the couple needs needs to be conscious of what is being communicated. Does one learn that? What sort of language is used? Yeah. To, you know, you, you've introduced now the Wygelias. Yeah. I suppose one needs to go there to, you yeah. know, how does one practice that? Right, right. So the metaphor that we like to use is the visit to the world of the other, that there are three invisible connectors. One invisible connector is the space between us, the climate between us, and we are responsible for it. If we don't take charge of the space between us, it does get polluted with this survival dance of the Wygelians. Mm-hmm. The second metaphor that we use as an invisible connector is a bridge, that there is a bridge between two worlds that are so different. You know, that's the saying, we, we marry someone who's incompatible, so the two worlds are very different, and the languages spoken in the two worlds are completely different languages, and we need to cross the bridge to learn the language of the other. A good marriage is a bilingual marriage, mm-hmm. is where both people know both languages, mine and yours. Mm -hmm. And the third invisible uh, connector is something we call the encounter. The encounter are those magical moments where we feel profoundly connected. Mm -hmm. We all know what the encounter is. As a matter of fact, we've had it in nature. Sometimes we go to nature and we feel at one with nature. It even brings us to tears. We've had it with music, mm. where suddenly it's not listening to the music anymore, but the music is who you are. It has entered every fiber of your being. And we have it with people. We have it with our partner, this encounter. I like to say that it's the soul-to-soul connection. Mm. And these three invisible connectors, if we embrace them on a daily basis in our relationship, everything begins to shift because we grow the relational muscle to say no to the hijack of the Wygelians. 
Do you know, as I listen to you, I feel that your work uh, uh, can 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 be applied to communities and the rest of the world for us to just get along. You know, it's a, such an important point that you're making and you're listening very deeply because it's true that even nations are like two two worlds yes. and there's a bridge there yes. and if we can actually cross the bridge to the other side we will have a different world if we honor the space between nations we will have a different world and if we understand that human beings are built for the encounter we all have souls that long for that encounter zone where we where we experience the deep deep connection one to the other human to human and so the three invisible connectors embraced by nations will make our world our planet a very good planet for our children well talking about children again and what is experienced by your couple with the Wygelias is is you know the the, the practice when the children experience the practice of course, they become open to the idea of having um, this experience with their future partners. Absolutely. And, you know, I like to say that our, ch- our children's playground is the space between the couple. So if the couple knows how to create fertile, rich, sacred space, the children have a sacred playground. But if the Wygelians are in charge, then the, then the space between is polluted, and then the child's playground is polluted. So it is really our enormous responsibility to honor the space between us, make it sacred for our children, and then they know that in their future they can do the same. As a matter of fact, I received an email from a woman who lost her husband very suddenly. Mm. And she wrote about it, and she said that every Friday night before their Sabbath, they used to cross the bridge to each other with what I call an appreciation visit. They used Mm. to visit on the other side, listening to the partner, appreciating them. And a little girl used to say, their three-year-old used to say, Mommy and Daddy are crossing the bridge right now. Mm. And so this child is left with images of her mother and father crossing the bridge to each other with that glow in their face of appreciation. And even though now her father isn't alive, he is alive in her heart with that picture of the two of them doing this on a regular basis. And her, as a little one, understanding what they're doing. They're crossing the bridge. And not having the fear to cross the bridge. Because it takes that away, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yes. Now, I, I came, I, I want to go back to cheating again. Because um, I don't know if it's the right thing, if it's the right word to use. But when people have affairs, do we call it cheating when they have run and possibly will come back? Because mm-hmm. usually they do come back mm-hmm. after an affair. Yeah. So the word cheating is not my favorite. Mm -hmm. I do think, though, that we do make a promise uh, in the kind of marriage we have that we will be monogamous. And so we do break a promise when we have an affair. Mm -hmm. And indeed, most couples where there's been an affair uh, come back together. But coming back together is really not the point. 
being back together in mm. fullness mm. and healing together is the point. And so I like to not use the distinction perpetrator victim because I don't believe there is such a distinction. Mm. Two people are responsible for the space between them, both people polluted. And when they come back together, their job really is to create a space that's filled with compassion, filled with forgiveness. And I lead couple in something I call the amends journey. And it's a very beautiful healing journey where each person can own how they have contributed to the pollution of the mm. space that then has resulted in, you know, one person doing one thing that is running and the other person doing another thing that is running <laughs> and both have run. <laughs> and so uh, once two people take full responsibility for the pollution they have created in the space and can really let each other know the depth of their regret and how they would want now to shift into a completely new kind of way of connecting plus looking at the unconscious fuel from one's history that that has in a sense fueled the power struggle that then polluted the space, that mm -hmm. then created the running, once they can see that with compassion, then there is a legacy to this affair that actually the couple can look back and say, we are bigger people, we're better people, we're stronger people, and we're more connected people. Heidi, I've so enjoyed talking to you. Um, uh, how long are you in the country? Till the 24th. Okay. Of, uh, August. Okay. I'm you? even gonna uh, celebrate my birthday here oh, on August wonderful. 19th. Uh, wonderful. Are you coming? Are you traveling around the country? Or are you only no, in Johannesburg? Only in Johannesburg this time. All right. We'll give your email address where people can um, get information about the Adventure and Intimacy Couples Workshop. Great. And uh, hopefully we'll get more from you. But I'd love to continue talking to you over the weeks when you're here. So the email address is. Hedi Yumi, H-E-D-Y-Y-U-M-I, at HediYumi.com. Lovely. Thank you so much. Enjoy Thank the talk. you. I love talking to oh, you. Oh, well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening so deeply. You take care now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Wow, wow, wow. I'll give those details again in a bit, but it is time for SAFM News Headlines with Sir Utsile Sako. Thanks, Shadow. In the headlines, government cannot legally stop job losses or hold the mining industry to ransom if companies are losing money. Parliament has confirmed the appointment of police-trained individuals to its protection service, and ANC Secretary-General Gwede Mandasha has told delegates attending the ANC Women's League conference that they have no right to divide themselves. Details at 2 o'clock. Okay, those details again from Hedi. It's H-E-D-Y-Y-U-M-I at HediYumi.com. So HediYumi at HediYumi.com. But if you are wanting to attend the Adventure and Intimacy Couples Workshop, it's happening at Kopanang Conference Center in Benoni from 8.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. 
and I believe it is happening tomorrow, this this weekend. We'll give you those dates again. I'm not sure I can see the dates right now. On the 7th, yes, Friday 7th to, yeah, it's, it's Friday 7th. Um, but call, uh, yeah, send your email to info at imagoafrica.co.za. I-M-A-G-O africa.co.za for more information about the Adventure and Intimacy Couples Workshop. Now, after this, I have uh, a guest who is herself a psychic or practicing medium and psychic, Heike Sim, and we talk to her after this. But first, let me tell you, the Top Women's Awards reveal gender-empowered businesses in South Africa on 6 August today at Emperor's Palace. The event is a collaborative platform dedicated to recognizing outstanding leadership, inspiration, vision, and innovation in organizations that have stepped up and shaped women's roles within the private and public sector. Contact Baba Ramkobeni on 0860-009-590 to book a table or seat at the awards or visit www.topwomensawards.co.za for more information. Quote SAFM to claim your 10% discount. Be part of the conversation and join our social media platforms uh, at on Twitter, it's at Top Women Awards and Facebook, Standard Bank, Top Women Awards. Otherwise, with Shadow Twala, see the world from a woman's point of view. So off we go to Durban, where the Psychic and Lifestyle Expo happens uh, from tomorrow, 7th to the 10th of August, and at the Sun Coast KZN. And one of the speakers, who is a medium psychic Reiki master, Tarot reader and numerologist and is born and raised in Germany. She joins me now. Heike Sim, is that correct? That is correct, yes. How Hello. are you? Fine, thank you. Did you know you were talking to me today in any way? Sorry? Did you know you, did you see our interview in the future? Yes, I, yeah, I just <laughs> uh, have heard the message that they're going to be on radio. I didn't quite know how it comes together, but here we are. Yeah, I'm delighted. Thank you. Well, you, you knew then there was a radio interview. You didn't quite know who with. Is that how it works? But you, you have an idea. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> okay, because what is the difference? Because you, you, you are practicing medium and psychic. I, I thought it was one and the same thing. What's the difference between a medium and a psychic? There is a lot of confusion out there about the terminology about it. Psychic, it simply means heightened senses. Pretty much everybody is born a psychic, if you want to put it like that, mm-hmm. because some people are more visual, and so everybody who has senses is pretty much already qualified as a psychic. It's just a method, and, and, and really, really just working on getting them more sharpened as such. So a medium, on the other hand, is, is somebody who can make a connection uh, to the other side, to delivering message from people who are no longer here. They're practically the bridge between the spirit world and the physical world. So uh, what was his name, the popular television guy? Uh, John? He's a medium, yes. He's, he's <laughs> a medium, right? What's his name again? John... John somebody, okay, but he's a yeah, medium. Yeah, he is a medium, and what he uses, because each medium works with a different kind of like psychic uh, senses, like there is the, the, the clear audience that means they can hear the messages, there's the clear volumes, they see the messages, there's the clear sentiments, the feelings, everybody has a different combination thereof, which helps them to get the messages then from the other side. 
the, every medium has a different kind of combination of psychic what, abilities. What, what type do you have, Heike? Because I need to know, if, if I need to go and see a psychic or a medium for that matter, how do I know how qualified they are and what they can do? Is there an organization that controls your work in South Africa specifically, or do I just take a chance and hope for the best? Well, I must honestly say that it's like in every industry, so to say, it's a little bit of everything. I would always say go by word of mouth because, uh, I mean, in my case, uh, I get my messages through knowing, seeing, hearing, and feeling. So I'm clear sentiment, audience, clear volume, and clear cognizance. But uh, as I said, there's a little bit of everything out there. The, the best case scenario is really if, if you have somebody recommending somebody. Um, there isn't really an official kind of what you call where you go and, and link in. There are some that put themselves together which really, really try to, to only have approved readers and mediums and psychics in there, like each province has a few of those. But there isn't one official one out there. Okay, so tell me then, uh, at the at the at this weekend, for instance, at the expo, what what's what should we expect? What is going to take place? Because is it the first one? I've I've never heard of it before, and maybe I just haven't been connected like that. But um, it's the thirteenth one they're having, so ooh. they're having it thirteen years in, in a row already which is absolutely fabulous. We have some international people there as well, like uh, Nikhil Golati is coming out, he's doing astrology, he's like, all he does is traveling the world doing that. We have some authors there as well. We have different people doing different kind of modalities. We have card readers there, we have hand readers there, we have astrologers there. So there's literally a little bit of everything out there, which is like really fabulous. The people that come there really have a nice... Uh, yeah, selection there, because the thing is, like, especially because everything works with energy there, mm. and there can be, like, five card readers, and if, if you don't tell with them, then it, it's not going to be the most beneficial to you, even though there are five experts sitting there. If, if they don't resonate with you, then that's just not the most perfect experience for you. Why do you think it's becoming more and more popular for people to uh, seek guidance from from palm readers, astrologists, uh uh, numerologist, uh, angel readers, and all of those kinds of things. Why is it gaining more and more popularity at this time of our lives? I think it's less stigmatized than it used to be. And it's like, it's also something we just naturally resonate with. It's like we've tried every other avenue and it doesn't sit right. We've tried every other avenue and we don't get the right kind of, of, of results that we want that that we want and need. Uh, we all have our gut instincts and feelings and, and we finally get tools how to deal with that. And uh, that's it's it's more about self empowering as well. It's not just going there and getting the yeah, now this and this this is what you need to do. It's about self empowering how how you tap into your own abilities. We all have them. There's no fast chosen ones out there and they hold all the answers. That's not what it is all about. It's also about the healing powers that everybody has, the Reiki that's out there, and all those kind. It's about just tapping into your own that you are born with. Mm. And it's way more open out there. On the other hand, the healers and, and the, the readers and the psychics and mediums are really also putting their head out the window nowadays because we also take a lot of abuse here and there. <laughs> but that is okay. But generally, I think we are more out of the 
we don't have to keep such a low profile anymore, let's put it this way, because most of us come from other areas as in having had other jobs along the way before we did this full time. Mm. So what should people do with that information? Because I find that's the that's the dangerous bit or that's when people get disappointed and sometimes give you or people like yourselves slack because some people believe the information and they take it and put it to use immediately um and some people just as you say it empowers you you know something but you don't actually act on it so do you, yes, yes. Do you know, again, it's like every reader and, uh, does it very, very differently. I can only talk about uh, how I do it. Uh-huh. And, and, my, and I hardly ever, what I say to people when they come to me is, is like, I hardly ever tell you something new because anything I tell you is just confirming what your gut feeling already told you along the way. I literally just help you to get stuff out of the way, make it clearer, put different angles on it, and, and really just confirm that everything you know is already in you. Mm. So, yes, there are certain angles I add on to it, but at the end of the day, it all stands and falls with free will. Mm. And that's what it really, really is. I don't want people back every week to ask me for, for advice. <laughs> that's not what it is about at all. How often, uh, how often should people come to you? For instance, can people come to you and then go and see an astrologer uh, and a numerologist and, and compare? Because I, I, I find some people just knock themselves from one person to the other. So well, some people also literally just go to so many people to just get confirmed what they want to hear. You get a little bit of everything on both sides, that's mm. of course as well. Mm. So, but, uh, for example, astrologer does a different kind of thing, for example, than a medium does. For example, if you just want to get some closure on somebody that has passed due to tragic circumstances, for example, then you just want some closure. And this is a complete different thing. It's a once-off thing that you can finish your morning and you can carry on. And that's a once-off thing. If, if you're like in the middle of a divorce and court cases and everything, then you might come before you have to go to, to court and whatever. So it, it differs. But as certainly the whole idea is not that they become reliant on somebody telling them what to do with their life. And it shouldn't be that anyway. Heike, I've got a feeling I'm winning the lotto this weekend. Can you confirm that for me? There comes the lotto. There comes the lotto. <laughs> I am always getting that. Okay, firstly, the lotto thing has nothing to do with energy. <laughs> and I'm, this is always what comes up. What about the lotto numbers? Everything is interconnected due to energy. That's why health issues, future decisions, family members, all mm. of that, that's why mm. it works. That's why we can connect to the afterlife and all that. There is nothing about energy and gambling that is, like, literally luck-related. So <laughs> if you have that feeling, good for you and good luck, but I cannot confirm it. <laughs> but so, so what sort of information, sort of things, apart from the lotto now and gambling, what other... Uh, things are people worried about. I suppose their love life and and do they it come? Things to- like health issues, love life, uh, the kids predominantly. Uh, what happens a lot is as well with um, a lot of, of of stuff like security, safety, mm. uh, family members being all over the world, uh, having made the right decisions with investments and stuff like that court cases pending, those mm, kind of things. Mm, uh, mm. I had people which had uh, family members disappearing. They just don't know where they are, if they're mm. even still alive or not. Mm. So it, it's really a variety of things. Um, so okay. it's also often with, with like uh, 
I had the other day, I had another lady, her child went to, to so many doctors and everything, and they couldn't figure out what is wrong with the child, mm-hmm. uh, which can't sleep, can't eat anymore, can't digest any food properly anymore. It was a real physical problem. And uh, it turned out that the child was in a geopathic stress field. And it's things like that. So um, I'm not mm-hmm. saying to be a doctor by all means, and I always tell them to double-check these things or allergies and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. really a huge variety of things. Okay. On the other hand, sometimes I, I get also silly requests like 10 o'clock at night. I lost my cell phone. Please tell me where it is. <laughs> we get a little bit of everything. <laughs> okay. Now tell me, um, can you, are, you able, are you able to consult over the telephone? I also do telephone readings, yeah. Okay, so if I ask you to, to do something for me now, would you be able to? Okay, if I can grab my cards quickly, I can surely do that. <laughs> let's, let's do this. Let's do this because I... I, 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 I give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you use? You, do you use your cards? Well, in this case now, I'm grabbing my cards. If I normally uh, do channelings, um, which is connecting to another person, then I normally have either the person here directly, which is my favorite because I can directly tap into their energy, uh, which is the easiest for me. Okay. Okay, fire away. Okay. Um, uh, can we do crossing over stuff or is it just other stuff? Well, you can ask me any questions. So crossing over is, is, is going to be a bit hectic for two minutes now. So oh, okay, so we won't, we won't cross over. We won't cross over then. Uh, I just, you've got your cards, and uh, what can you tell me? Do I have to ask you a question? You can if you want to. Or you can just tell me what you see. Okay, let's look at that. Um, about my love life. I just spoke about affairs and marriage and finding that person be, before uh, before speaking to you. So let's do this. Okay, let's go. Do you want to know about your love life? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it's, it's, okay. I'm not famous for minting my words. I warn you now. I guess where the chairman comes through, right? We've got. Okay, we've we've got two say, minutes. Uh, we've got. We've, sometimes come listen, across hello. Hello. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Um, yeah. I, I just want you to to just give me. Um, we've got two minutes. I wanted you to know that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Go ahead. What it does say is you sometimes come across as a bit intimidating to the males, and that already like puts quite a few of them on, on, on the back foot um, in order to keep up. You also are very bubbly, and uh, yeah, what, what it is like, yeah, half of the guys that, that you are actually meeting are a bit... I have the feeling that they can't keep up with you. There is somebody coming up uh, like in the last half a year or so, but you've got a bit of trust issues coming up here as well. And you're quite settled in your way. So um, it's entirely up to you if you're going to make that decision or not. But you are you kind of like quite set in your ways. It's kind of like, yeah, it's okay if there is somebody, but there doesn't have to be somebody in your life. So depending on what you align yourself with, there's a great opportunity for somebody entering your life on a relationship level. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'll let you know. I'll let you know if that happens. But what it does say, though, is one of your children, it's one of your children sick at the moment, as in flu or something like that. Yes. Okay, that just says, says that, and it shows the chest. So maybe it shows lots of honey and stuff like that. Yes. 
Okay, so one of your children has chest problems. It's temporary, but she must watch the chest. It's a girl, right? Yes. Okay, so maybe please just tell her to watch her chest. Hmm, I'm impressed. Thank you so much, darling, and, and good luck with, with the expo. I hope it is absolutely um, lots of fun for all of you. And, thank you and so thank much. You, thank you for talking to us, eh? Thanks. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, uh, There's a Psychic and Lifestyle Expo Friday until the 10th of August, so Friday 7th to the 10th. It's at the Sun Coast in KZN. Uh, ticket price is 30 rand, and they have palm readings, angel readings, astrology, hypnotism, crossing over, numerology, massages, Reiki, reflexology, and nails, and much more. So if that's your kind of thing, then you know where to go. Otherwise, you may email or rather go to the website universalflow.co.za, universalflow.co.za. It is now time for our children's program.